When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Apartment 4D, the podcast all about New Girl. We're here today with my co-host Heather. Hi, everybody. And Joe. I'm here. Oh, good. (laughs) If you couldn't tell, Joe's on Zoom today. (laughs) We're here to discuss New Girl season three, episode nine, longest night ever. Before we do, as always, we'll start with a feeling stick. Joe, did you bring a feeling stick topic today? Um Nope, nothing for today. Shocking, Hebs. He had one. Oh yeah, you you texted us. You had one. <laughs> I did. Oh, so Winston is on. Oh my God. Um, a Facebook bank ad. Mm. Yeah, that everybody should have got this week. It was like BMO Bank. <laughs> well, we don't all get the same ads. That's how Facebook works. Oh. So you must have been yeah. looking for a bank. And then Lamorne is in, a, yeah, I forget what bank it is, but it's been around for a while. It's just BMO, BMO Bank. Cool. Okay. Good Good job. Good feeling stick, Joe. Well, and then yep, listener, I saw that. A listener gave Joe a feeling stick, too. Um, yeah. Do you remember what that was, Joe? I do. Yeah. Famous Dave is in the Suicide Squad or Outside Dave. We just start the podcast over because it's not going great. Famous Dave. Well, he is famous, but it's really outside Dave. Yeah. (laughs) Heather, what's your feeling, Stan? Okay. um, If you're a fan of Nick's mom, you can catch her on HBO Max on the movie Human Stains. That sounds terrible. It is intense and it's amazing. So it's her showing her dramatic side. So go ahead and check that out. And then on Netflix streaming now is Charlie Says. And in it, the main star of it is none other than Schmidt's ex, Elizabeth. And she always takes on really challenging roles. So the Netflix description of season three, episode nine, longest night ever. Joe, get ready because Joe Flix will be next. Netflix describes this episode as Jess tries to distract Schmidt while Coach and Cece enjoy their first date. A bus driver sidetracks Nick and Winston as they search for Ferguson. Mm. Okay, that one's okay. I, I think it's a little inaccurate. Joe mentioned Winston. What's your Joe Flix description of this episode? Well, the true description should be, you never know what you got until it goes out the window. Oh, because oh, Ferguson left out, out the, the window. window. <laughs> that Nick left open. That's my favorite Joe Flix. Joe Flix wins for this, this episode. I vote for Joe Flix, too. So guest stars from this episode include Carly Casey, who plays Kate, who's the girl at the bar, and Jessica Chapin, Chapin who plays Birdie. And I've had a really exciting day because my son got his driving permit and I, I forgot to look up what else they've been in. Oh, 
But you know what? We've had a lot of episodes. I'm not going to be hard on myself. We'll let you off the hook this time. They've been in stuff and they were good. Okay, let's get into the episode. So we find out that it is Nick and Jess's date night and they're going to watch Homeland on the couch when Winston comes in and says he's ready to get back in the game to date a woman, a female one. And he decided one. He decided that last night when he was showering with with Ferguson. Ferguson. So because he's leaving the house, he asked Nick to watch Ferguson, and he agrees because he's so excited he's going out to meet real people. When Schmidt comes in with cobbler straight from the oven and ice cream, I even like cobbler, but for some reason it looked really good. Yeah, it did. And says that Coach is asking Cece out tonight. And then Coach comes out and says that she said yes, and I love when Jess says, Good for her. Coach is hot <laughs> to Cece's ex, her current and her current boyfriend. And she's like, wrong crowd. Candid. Yeah. So Schmidt insists that he's fine, but we know he's not fine. We find out they're going on a date to Staples Center, but Coach is nervous. And rather than discourage him because Schmidt's his friend and he's conflicted, he encourages him, tries to dial it back, but it's too late, instantly regrets it. And Schmidt, you are a good person. Yes. And we find out he's really not fine when he says he's fine because of the flashback where he tried to rap and chokes like Eminem. And so he starts to actually try and choke himself with his hands. <laughs> I don't think that would work. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the only solution that Nick has is that they need to lock him up. And he wish he has that dog cage he saw at a garage sale. When Schmidt comes over, like, do you get a chance to get that dog cage? No, and that was the solution. What do we think just to that opening, guys? Because that was a lot. It was a lot. That's, yeah. Okay, Joe, any thoughts before I move on? I like, what we, what, yeah, what you missed in there is that when he goes, oh, don't worry, there'll be another open mic with sturdier sturdier stools. (laughs) Because he he fell off the stool. Right, you're right. No, I think he broke the stool because he was overweight maybe yeah it wasn't because he choked thank you for that joe i did miss. yeah but and then the other big thing with with the kitchen and the apple cobbler is when schmidt said oh who knows maybe we'll get another tiger woods out of the situation (laughs) but it but it made no sense like i was trying to figure out what does he really mean by that but i couldn't i couldn't figure it out other than maybe coach will cheat on her with all these different girls i don't know what he was talking about he was saying that they would have a baby but tiger woods is half like african-american half asian i think i don't think he's half indian but i think he was saying no and neither is out race baby who would then go on to be an athlete i guess because coach is 40 oh i see i see Yeah. yeah Okay, so we see that Cece's on the phone with Jess, and she's acting, like, really nervous and excited about the date, which, I'm sorry, was completely out of character. Yes. No, I don't accept any of that. When Coach gets to the door, and it's just awful, he acts weird. What's up? What's up? What's up? (laughs) And it's just cringy. (laughs) So back at the loft, um, Nick and Jess and Schmidt are watching TV. When Winston comes back really early from the bar, and we have a flashback where he says to girls, Things about his cat that that girl got big old feet and wonders how many people in there have thought about killing someone or something. <laughs> something. I mean, Joe, have you ever said that to girls at the bar? Big feet? No. <laughs> I meant any of those things, but yeah, but none of them were good. So he says maybe he's just going to be alone, but that's okay because Hank Aaron was alone for every home run he hit. <laughs> what? 
I mean, he's not wrong. You are alone when you're when at you the, have the baseball yeah. field. Yeah. <laughs> That's when he discovers that Ferguson is missing. Oh. And the window is open. And you know he always trying to kick it with those pigeons. Yes, he really is. <laughs> and that is how we end up with Jess being in charge of Schmidt because it's Nick's fault. Murph Ferguson's missing and he has to go with Winston to find him. So as soon as they leave, Schmidt starts freaking out and Jess tries to distract him by singing, tap dancing, oh. reading him the messages in her yearbook. And it's Neil Diamond. What wrote in her yearbook? <laughs> the song. <laughs> the song. <laughs> I missed that part. How old is Jess? So um, none of those are working. And that's when he notices the couch is brown and reminds him of Sissy <laughs> and starts being really gross and weird about it. So to get him to stop, she says, even though Nick said not to go out, Nick doesn't know everything. We're to go to the bar and find you a new woman, which is about to lead to my one of my top five favorite new girl memes. But before that happens, we're in the car looking for Ferguson, and Winston says that Ferguson is his best friend, mm. and he's very mad at Nick, but he gets a text that someone found him, and Nick goes, if that cat's alive, we're made up, we're made up. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, they're at the game now, we're back at the date, and Coach is still being a moron, he's bought her a ton of merch, he orders <laughs> seven pretzels, <laughs> which actually I can see Joe doing, because Joe, you love a good soft pretzel at a sporting event. Yeah, but I mean, I don't buy merch at sporting events because yeah. it costs like a hundred dollars for a hat. But I mean, yeah. it was funny. She had the headband on. She had the finger. Mm -hmm. She like had the, the jersey. <laughs> I mean, coach. Yeah, then, coach really spent some money there. Yeah, and then coach starts throwing money, real money at them, <laughs> which was so rude at the vendor. You can't do that. Speaking of buying merch at games. Joe and Caden, our son, got tickets to the stadium series. It's going to get a watch hockey outside, like a Dodger stadium. Joe loves the Dodgers. Caden loves the Kings. It's like a once in a while type thing. It's a really big deal. And I sent Caden, like I slipped him a little cash, not enough because I didn't understand how much a hat would cost. So after intermission, Joe went to take Caden to buy a hat and they were in line for the whole rest of the game. <laughs> The whole that, second Joe? period. We missed the second period. Oh, second period. Okay, yeah. That's yeah. funny. And then Caden always wore the hat all the time. And we used to do a lot of these events with this minor league hockey team who was affiliated with the Kings. And the players came in one day and Caden was there. I'm like, dude, you got a hat. That line was so long. You were at the game, bro. And Caden was in like, I don't know, fourth grade. He's like, yeah, man. My dad and I missed the whole period. <laughs> <laughs> right, back to the back to new girl. Sorry. So we're at the bar and my one of my top five favorite new girl moments and memes is when Jess says, we're going to go talk to that girl over there. And Nick says, she's on a flip phone. She's either <laughs> poor or a time traveler. <laughs> and I had a flip phone. I wrote that too. For years and years and years until I won exactly $90 in Vegas and took that and bought myself an iPhone. And it was bad. People were making fun of me. One of my friends offered to collect money from her other friends to buy me an iPhone. I held on for a long $90 time. $90 buys an iPhone? I think back then. And oh. I said I got like the oldest iPhone. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. gotcha. So um, then Jess introduces, I don't know if this was a time traveler or a different girl, uh, this girl to Schmidt and walks away. And he says, look, in another time or place... <laughs> But my soulmate's at a Sparks game. Yeah. I love to talk about the Sparks on the show. Yes. And you need to help me escape. And the girl for, for a long time, I thought that was Scarlett Johansson, but it's not. Oh, I didn't. I thought she looked a lot like her, but it's Carly Casey. But I thought, did you get that as Scarlett Johansson vibe from her, Joe? Yeah. 
Yeah, like something about the way she talked. So now we're at Birdie's house. She's the person who found Ferguson. And she also has a hamster that Nick thinks is a squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a super weird vibe. Super weird. Serial killer vibe to me. I, totally. Between her and Winston. But we just get a taste of that. Because we're back with um, Schmidt, Schmidt, who is running, yelling at Siri. I love that joke. How everything he yells, she's saying back wrong. That happens to you a lot, huh, Joe? <laughs> yeah. Goes to buy chocolates. Yes, and he says, "I'm ruining a date, and I don't want to show up." At and the end. Do you have anything that says, "Sorry, I slept with someone else"? Schmidt. The best part is when he grabs the chocolate, like ooh, samples, and when he like pops it in his mouth. So funny to me. So funny. So before we see more about Schmidt running through Los Angeles to the Staples Center, we see that um, at the game, coach is texting, and Cece's finally had enough. Says, whoever you're texting, you should go be with and gets up and leaves. And then we flash back to Birdie's where they're eating really gross bologna sandwiches and everyone's getting annoyed with everything Nick says or does. And she's got to take her stomach medication. Stomach medication. So while she does, uh, Nick's like, is something happening here? And Winston's like, yeah, she's so real. Can you take Ferguson home? (laughs) (laughs) We're about to do what grown-ups do. And Nick's like, okay, that's enough, that's enough. How could Winnie be possibly trust Nick with Ferguson? That's what bothers me. Makes no sense. Bernie doesn't bother me. I think she makes sense for him. I think that, as we find out in a couple episodes, she literally just disappears one day. No explanation. Bye-bye, Bernie. Oh, that's a terrible (laughs) joke. That was so terrible. So anyways. Joe doesn't even flip. No, Joe doesn't know what Bye-bye, Bernie is. So then we see that coach, we find out because coach runs into the Staples Center concourse and yells, I was texting my mom. Yeah. And some guy makes fun of him. He's like, shut up. <laughs> he said he didn't know what to do. His mom was trying to encourage him. He just got out of a relationship. His head's all mixed up. You know, you wouldn't know how that felt. And she's like, no, I do know how that feels. And then they start to actually get along and you can see their date might be salvaged. I don't really care for them together personally. No. I mean, I can see Winnie with someone eccentric, but I... And no offense to the person, but I find her kind of masculine. Well, I'm talking about Coach and Cece. Oh, and they were talking about, oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> Pull the joke. <laughs> so now we see Schmidt in the street and Jess in the car following after him. And he says, the only way to stop me is to hit me with your car. And after a lot of arguing, she gently taps him and he goes insane and says, you hit me with your vehicle. These are my favorite utility khakis. Utility khakis. Like he has utility. His favorite one. As they argue, the police pull up and it scares Jess and she accidentally full on hits him with the car. Right. That's so disturbing on the dashboard and the windshield. And no, I didn't like that at all. I'm sure you didn't like seeing that, Heather. Oh, I, I, that was in one of my, I think, discussion questions. Yeah. It gave me flashbacks because I have been hit by a car. Yes, you have. That's true. And don't mistake. It is not funny. Don't try it at home just no. because they did it on a new But girl. she got hit by a car the, that way. She wasn't in another car. Yeah, she was no. just crossing the road. My body. Yeah, good times. Yeah, good times. Um, so Schmidt makes it through the night because he ends up having to go to the hospital. Jess pulls back up to the loft and that's where they see Cece and Coach kissing out front. So they're going to wait it out, which turns out to waiting it out for half an hour. And my question is, if he picked her up at her apartment, why are they even at the loft? Good point. That's always bothering me. The first time I watched it, I was like, wait a minute. That makes sense. Does she have to walk home? Yeah. I know she doesn't, like, sleep there that night. No, not that night. Unless she was having a slumber party with Jess. I don't think she was. Yeah. 
And our last scene is Birdie and Winston sharing the stomach medicine. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what to say about that. So it doesn't Winston like slam it. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> like, that was gross. And he takes it all cool like it's a beer. Like yeah. He's holding it. And then she closes the medicine cabinet door and he has the cutest little look on his face. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and that's so ridiculous because when you take medicine, you have to pour it in a cup and measure it. But I do know oh. some people like Joe, who's just like, I'm just going to guess. I just take I'm it. I'm just going to swig it. I don't never take it. My aunt just swallows stuff, too. Okay. Uh, so that concludes our discussion and brings us to favorite Jess look. I did not have one because I didn't like her outfit. Joe, did you like her striped sweater and skirt outfit? No, she pretty much wore the same thing the whole show. Yeah. Yeah. Heather? Um, well, it was a boring show for clothes, mm -hmm. so I just wrote down, I have no choice but the black and white top, and then I put, as I always do when she wears that, only Zoe can look cute and thin in that pattern. Yes, yes, that's true. So for best dress, best dressed, not best dress, I actually did put dress, though, because I liked her jacket, or her coat. Oh, the it red one? red and had yeah, little buckles and stuff. that was cute. Joe, who was your best dress from this episode? I almost gave it to Cece because we're merged. Oh, like. Yeah, Cece, yeah. I like the giant hand because it wasn't like a foam finger. It was like a rock hard, like <laughs> ceramic hand. And it was like yeah. so and Cece. Yes. <laughs> Heather, uh, you're with Cece also? Yeah, I put Cece. Okay. So favorite Schmidt moment. Heather, why don't you kick it off because you love Schmidt so much. Oh, I do love Schmidt. So I actually liked him um getting hit by jess because yeah. it made us samesies yeah all he and i are same something in common but i also had to write down the whole scene in the candy store that yes. was hilarious that was definitely a good yes. one uh joe favorite schmidt moment i like when he's on the couch and he's with nick and jess and he's like i'm gonna go get some food and they're like oh, okay from the staples Maybe center Senator. and jumps up <laughs> that was hilarious like are you guys hungry i'll get us some food from the staples center <laughs> My favorite was the way he pops the chocolate in his mouth. I don't know. Yeah. There's just something so Schmidt about it. Jeez. We have a zero in the jar count. Probably should have been more after the couch incident. <laughs> favorite funniest moment overall, Joe. So this is a moment that we missed in, in the show. But if you had closed caption, you probably saw this. So they're sitting there. And they're debating on who's going to go with Winston, who's going to go with Schmidt. And now their date night is getting messed up. And Jess goes, oh, that's okay. We'll have, enough, we'll have date night when we're married at Christmas. Merry, yeah. well, Merry Christmas. <laughs> and then he goes, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. Good call, Joe. Nice. Uh, Heather, favorite or funniest moment from this episode? Oh, well, and I, it's funny because I just talked about it. Um, when she the, closed the medicine cabinet, just mm. Winston's face is yeah. just hilarious. And also when he drank the medicine. I wrote both down. I think we're all excited to see Winston find someone, even if it is someone odd. Yes. Um, my favorite part was when Schmidt begged Jess repeatedly to hit him with her car and then yelled, I can't believe you hit me with your vehicle. <laughs> In his best And, and his face. Class. He's like, they weren't just utility khakis. They were his favorite ones. I'm surprised he has utility khakis. Well, he has everything. So that brings us to Honey Roast Award for best character, performance, etc. I'm giving it to Birdie because I think mm. to enter an episode and match Winston's energy 
That was a lot of face. She said some weird things. It was a lot of facial expression, eyebrow raising, winking, hitting the hamster. Yeah. I thought as an actress who I don't know what else she's saying because I forgot to look it up. She came in really strong. And yeah. I think it's hard for any guest star to come in and go toe to toe and kind of keep up with another character's eccentricities. I like where your head is. Maybe she was already a fan of the show. She's a pretty good actress. Heather, yeah. who's your honey rest award? Well, okay. Okay. I have a honey roast and it's Jess's car, but I'm very, very confused. Jess drives an old beat up Volvo. No, in Mexico, she had to trade the guy for the car. Oh, that's why. Mm-hmm. Okay. The car was <laughs> hilarious looking for Jess. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, honey roast. That's your honey roast? Um, was the car? Yeah. Okay. Joe? So... I think it's I think it's Jess because she had to do everything she could to keep the whole glue together mm-hmm. from everybody falling apart. From Winston falling apart because Nick left the window open to Schmidt falling apart because they're on a date to Cece falling apart because she's nervous. So she did a good job just of everything, keeping everything together. And even when Schmidt... <laughs> Schmidt, they pull up to the lock and they see CC and Coach kissing. Oh. And then, like, Coach, like, picks her up or something and she's like, whoa, I'm revved up. Nick's got to pick up his game, you know? He has a lot of work to do tonight. (laughs) Yeah, so she was trying to – yeah, he's got a lot of work to do. So she was trying to deflect, you know, the situation to Schmidt to kind of calm it down, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, I like it. Did anyone catch a bear in this episode? Uh, no. Joe? No, no bears. Okay. I, like I said before, I think it's a myth. It might be. Uh, okay, that brings us to discussion questions. Joe, did you bring a discussion question tonight? Well, you know, a lot of times when we're little and not so little, we go over to friend's house or family's house and, you know, the way Winston gets out because he wants to go hang with the pigeons, a lot of dogs and cats are like that. They, like, watch the door, and, like, it's like they know visitors are coming. They either see people making dinner or they see extra plates on the table. I don't know what it is, but they see this, and they just have a radar on the door to know that, hmm, a stranger's going to open that door. He's not going to be looking for me sliding through his legs out the door. So... There's many times, and I had this happen a couple weeks ago. I had a staff meeting, and one of the girls texted me saying they couldn't come because they're house-sitting these dogs, and one of the dogs got out, and he's not an outside oh, dog, apparently. Did they find it? So, so she had to chase him down. It took him like an hour because once the dogs get out, they want nothing about going back. You know what I'm true, saying? True. Especially when the owners are gone because that's what they're probably doing is figuring out, okay, which way did they go? Right. So – I guess my that leads to my question. Have you ever gone to a friend's house and then let out the animal and like you're like, oh my God. And oh, and then it took them like question, Joe. forever to get it back and you feel so bad and you want to help look for it and oh my gosh. And you're like, oh my God, I just want to go do what we're gonna go do, or I just want to have dinner. But no, now you gotta chase down the Chihuahua who's you know probably seven houses down hiding in a bush, you'll never find. 
Right. I right. can't okay. say that's ever happened to me. Has that happened to you, Heather? Yeah. It did? Yeah. Is that the dog out? Okay, you know that guy I dated who stole cars and had credit card fraud? Even the listener. Okay, he had two huge pit bulls. Mm-hmm. And then this one time I opened the door and they got out. And I don't know if I would like backed off because I was scared or what happened. Oh, did he have a temper? I was like, I'm out. <laughs> but back then I wasn't into dogs. So I didn't know like how serious it was. You didn't know other people could be into dogs? And well, not want them to run into the street I and die? I thought like dogs would just come walk home. I didn't oh know. <laughs> Joe, has that happened to you? Is that why you asked? Yeah, I mean. This episode, but. It happens, it happens, I, it probably happened to me numerous times, you know, and especially even now when I go over to my parents' house, the first thing they say is not, hi, Joe, good to see you. It's like, watch the door, Josie's going to run out. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So it's not even a hello, it's watch the cat. They're worried about the cat going out more than me coming in. You go there a lot. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to move on. Do you have a second discussion question or is that it? While you hydrate. No, that's it. Okay. Great question, Joe. Heather, Great did question. you bring a discussion question? I did. Mine is similar to Joe's, but different. Okay. Have you ever watched a friend's pet? Or the, question. What? Oh, it was? Yeah. Or the, there wasn't a lot of discussion question no. material in this episode. No. So either watched a friend's pet or let a friend watch your pet. And if so, how did it go? Joe? I only watched my brother's cat a few weeks ago. Oh, you did? Yeah, and they're they're pretty easy. I mean, they, they, they don't want nothing to do with you until you feed them. And they're kind of really independent, so they don't come around or nothing. Cats and dogs are quite different on how, uh, how they act when you watch them. But... Uh, Stay at your brother's house or take the cats to your house? No, I just went every morning. Oh, you just went every morning. Gotcha. But I yeah. had cats that once against my oh, will. Oh, oh, I forgot. The neighbor upstairs in the apartment, Kate and I lived in, found out I worked for the Humane Society. And she was getting cans of cat food and putting them on the floor outside my patio and taking a broom and then shoving the food onto my patio. <laughs> and every morning I would come into my patio like, why do I have ants? Why does it smell like urine? And Kate had like a full-on train table out there where he would be on his knees and play with trains. Like, yeah, I remember Toys that. he touched with his hands. He was in kindergarten. And, and I would hear these noises at night and like, oh, I'm sure someone's trying to break in. I would look out and see nothing. Well, she was like a crazy cat person. <laughs> and so I went and talked to her like, hey, we're not going to put food for the cats inside my patio. You can put them somewhere else. Well, you work for the Humane Society. I was like, oh, what is this? <laughs> It doesn't mean I like ants and cat teeth. So hard pass. Since she had cats, she also kept in her home and she went out of town and said, you work for the Humane Society, so you watch these cats for me. And I was like, oh, I do marketing. I'm not really like great with cats. No, thank you. And she's like, well, your son can do it. I was like, well, that's, oh, that's yeah, like that was downright comical. Because my son was not, loves animals, but doesn't want to touch them. And he was five. Well, six, yeah. yeah. So I was like, um, you know what? Fine, we can go feed the cats. That's fine because she was so aggressive and I wanted it to end. So um, she's like, here's how you clean out the litter box. And I was like, oh, that's oh. hilarious. I'm not cleaning out the litter box. That's- well, you have to. And I was like, no, I don't. Oh my God. You can get someone else to do it. Well, she's giving Caden like, she had like four blow pops, like suckers. And he could take one every time we came. I was like, I'm not doing this for that. Like, 
I can afford to buy your own for my pops. So we went the first day and I tried to empty the um, litter box and I was like gagging because I just don't do that. And I was like, well, I'm just not going to do it. And I texted like not happening. And she came back and like came to my house and she knocked on the door and she's like, I just want to tell you that my cat peed all over the pillow on my bed because it was mad I hadn't changed the litter box. And I was like, you're welcome for feeding your cat. <laughs> oh my gosh. She, she's crazier than I was. And then she tried to make me do it again. And I was like, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to have to go with a no on this one. Yeah. I digress. Heather, did you have a second question? Um, or an answer? You've never cat. Okay. Dog's that. No. And, and what's weird is I had, a, I had a dog before sprinkles. I, you guys might've heard of him slippers. And then now I have sprinkles and I am like really devoted to my animals. I'm obsessed with them. Okay. So people are always like, will you watch my dog? You're so good with, I'm good with my dog. Cause it's my dog and she wears clothes and she's fancy. I don't want to take, first of all, I don't want to take care of their dog. Second of all, I'm the kind of person. <laughs> painting you in a great light. <laughs> I'm the kind of person who like does open doors and does space out. Yes, you would lose someone's dog. And then they would want to kill me. So mm-hmm. that's not good. And But now... You have a second <laughs> question or was that it? Uh, no, that's fine. Okay, I had a question, but Heather asked it. But I realized something while we were talking. This should have been feeling stick, but I'm going to put it here. As I pointed out before, Olivia Rodrigo, who's now like super famous, was on New Girl. And I pointed out when she did a special and she sang River and River was featured on the show. And then now everyone knows because she blew up her music career and stuff. But they asked her, um, someone just posted today and it was like Teen Vogue or whatever. They asked like this or that, like, you know, a candy or salad or whatever. And they said, um, Nick or Schmidt. And she chose Nick and she's like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with New Girl. And they didn't ask a follow-up question like, how was it being on the show? Oh, wow. They missed a great oh, opportunity. They, they probably didn't maybe we know. Maybe we could get her on a podcast. Yeah. Hi, Olivia Rodrigo. No. Call us. Oh, she's not calling us. <laughs> she does not does need us at all. Does she listen to our podcast? Probably not. <laughs> okay, so that concludes this discussion on season three, episode nine. We'll see you next week for episode 10. Oh my gosh, is it the Thanksgiving episode? No, not. Halloween? Halloween no, it's not Thanksgiving. It's my least favorite episode oh, of New Girl of all the seasons. All time. I, apologize. I don't know if it's next, but it's coming up. If, if it's next, I'm just going to tell you guys right now, I'm going to sound so unenthusiastic. You're gonna I think there's one between me. this one and that one. We but can anyway, hope and pray. We could just look it up, but instead yeah. we'll just be confused. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.